Welcome to the District Creatives Radio Show, a place where DC creatives meet to discuss arts, entertainment, and the creative economy. Listen as DC creatives share the work and content they provide in this city, discuss the joys and pains of pursuing their passion, resources for district creatives, and balancing their passion projects with their paycheck. Now, here's your host, district creative, Savvy Sharice. Welcome to the District Creators Radio Show. I'm your host, Savvy Sharice, and I'm here with today's beautiful guest, Miss Lanita Ladez, who is a partner and operations director at Petworth Social Bar and Grill. Welcome to the District Creators Radio Show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love to talk about food. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to have you I'm here, here today. <laughs> excited to have you here today to talk about the Petworth Social Bar and Grill, which was was recently named Location of the Month. Absolutely. Congratulations for that honor. And to hear about all the things happening. So fun fact, I have been spending a lot of time recently kind of uptown. I'm more of a Southside girl. Mm -hmm. Um, Pennsylvania Avenue is where I am. So going uptown, especially on Upshur Street, I was so surprised about how many new things are up there. Absolutely. It's definitely a blooming neighborhood. Yes. Especially that 800 block. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things happening. There's a lot of black owned things happening up there. So I'm happy to know that you are up there in the mix as well. We are definitely up there. (laughs) So tell me how Petworth Social Bar and Grill came to be. So... It actually came to be before I was there. Okay. So a friend of mine who also owns a bar in the Petworth area, shout out the shop at Petworth, I'm sorry, at the pitch. He told me about it. Um, He happened to just be eating there one day and he realized that their bar was super swamped. And so he was like, you know, they don't have a legitimate bartender. Backlog. I have been in the service industry for over 15 years. So I've bartended, managed, all types of things. So he was just like, you know, they really need some help. You know, they're new. It's a good vibe there. And I think they can use you. So he ended up linking me with the owner. I went up there, started working in like mid-January and... In the midst of it, you know, just in implementing so many things, like, the owner was just like, I really need you on board. Like, you know what you're doing. Uh Like, and I'm I'm needing the help, so. um, He got blessed with a miracle. That part. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, everything happens for a reason, and I think it was a reason for me to walk through that door, so. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to visit. I'm going to put it on my schedule of things to do this weekend. You better better slide right on through. Look, I have a whole (laughs) list of questions to ask you, but what I'm most interested in is what's the most popular thing on the menu? (laughs) Okay. So, at Pepworth Social, um, we specialize in Cajun Creole food. Okay. So... We have an abundant menu, anything from catfish fingers, hush putties. Um, We have three different flavors of wings, maple bayou wings, um, Cajun spice and nice wings, voodoo jerk wings. Um, One of our most popular dishes on the menu is the jambalaya, which is absolutely amazing. I'm literally like, okay, I want to order that, 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 (laughs) and that. And my first time there. Yes. I mean, the shrimp etouffee is just not even to be played with. It's definitely amazing. So it's definitely that Creole Cajun mixed with soul food type feel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you all are located at 821 Upshur Street in mm-hmm. Northwest Washington, D.C. And what are the hours of operation? So we open up from 4.30. Well, let, let me say, let me specify the kitchen. The kitchen is open from 4.30 
until 9 on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Fridays and Saturdays, our kitchen is open until 9.30. However, the bar stays open all night long. What else? Um, And we actually open at 4 o'clock. So you're more than welcome to come and pregame, have happy hour with us, and just check out the scene and the music. I can already feel that it's vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I can already feel that. So on the back end, I mean... The business, the back end, the mm-hmm. operations. I'm sure it's a lot of moving pieces from inventory to licenses mm-hmm. to food prep. Absolutely. Um, so what would you say is um the biggest lesson you've learned thus far with your infusion into this business? Never expect anything to be right. Like I don't care how much you properly plan and prepare, there is always Something that's going to go wrong, Uh something that's going to be out of place, something that's going to be missing, some delivery that's not going to be there in time. And you can't let it frustrate you. You got to keep it moving. Mm -hmm. It's so many, just like you said, it's so many moving parts like within this industry that nothing is ever going to be right. And for one person to just be looking at all these things, you have so many things to focus on. And so you got to keep it moving because at the end of the day, you know, business must go on per usual. The show must go on. Them doors going to open up. Those absolutely. clients are going to come in. They're going to sit down. They're going to want their meal. They're going to want their drink. Look, we're going to be hungry. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's never letting the customer know, you know, everything could be wrong in the background and the customer should never know it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just had a flashback because I'm not going to say the place I went to, but I went somewhere for to grab brunch to go yesterday and the kitchen was backed up mm-hmm. and, and you know it was this long line it was door dashes in one line mm-hmm. like people who were trying to sit down in the other line mm-hmm. take out to go and I saw the, the person who was doing the register I had no clue what was going on back there but mm-hmm. I just heard him say the kitchen is backed up mm-hmm. so it's like one little thing can have a ripple effect on the whole operation for the day absolutely but you know what the most important key part to that is It's communication, communication with that customer, letting them know, like, listen, I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. The kitchen is backed up. Like, let me get a drink on me for the inconvenience, making them feel comfortable because now we're inconveniencing them. Mm -hmm. So you got to make them feel comfortable in the fact that we want you here. We want you to stay. Let us fix our little faux pas in the meanwhile. Like, it's just good customer service and communication. And And I I think, yeah, I was going to say that makes all the difference for for me from the customer standpoint. I'm sure. There's some um, discord from you, too, on the other end, because you don't want to be on the giving end of a bad experience. So I know that provides some reprieve to just say, hey, this is how I'm going to accommodate. And, you know, people get hangry, right? People come to the restaurant and they already feel with emotion. So for me, I do enjoy when someone comes out to say, you know, my bad we apologize. Listen, we're going to make sure your food is hot. We're going to make sure it's good. And here's a Prosecco while you wait. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because here's the thing. We're not going to sit here and act like it's not a problem. You know it's a problem. The customer's been sitting there for however long waiting on the food. They know it's a problem. We're not going to act like we don't see nothing like we just blind. We right. still wanted to the situation. that Absolutely makes it not. even worse. <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just acknowledging. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm sure there's a lot of like high energy. And like I said, there's multiple things happening. You got staff, you got customers. So for you, how do you navigate managing the stress so it doesn't have an impact on your mental health? You got to stay calm. I, like, you know, 
meditate my days off or my days off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like everything falls on you. But I, I take pride in on those days. Like Sunday is my day. Do not call this phone. Okay. Do not, <laughs> do not hit me so on the day. Right? Sunday. But, but yes. <laughs> but just taking, um, just having a little peace with doing everything, like going in it with good energy coming out, like making sure that you're in a good frame of mind before you even walk through those doors. Cause nobody cares about your problems. Absolutely not. Nobody cares about your problems. Especially when they're hungry. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's for you to make sure that your mental health is right. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, stopped past and did my yoga before mm-hmm. I got there. I did my meditation. I mm-hmm. said my prayers. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, just walking Grounded in off some, yes, walking mm-hmm. in off some good energy because that energy, people feed off of energy. Energy yeah. is definitely contagious. It and really so you is. go up in there with some negativity, mess your whole dinner service it up. Is. Absolutely it not. Is. And, you know, another thing is like word of mouth. Absolutely. You know, I know there's been a lot of restaurants opening up lately mm-hmm. and people have been very vocal about their experiences, whether mm-hmm. it's on TikTok or Instagram or whether it's on the phone with the homegirl. Like, uh-uh, Absolutely. don't go over there. The service was terrible. So it is important to leave a good impression. And I'm sure that's a part of your strategy for bringing people back and making sure that they have a good experience on top of having amazing food because the food sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, it's it's definitely that word of mouth. I mean, because that's that's been our quickest way of growth, honestly. Mm-hmm. We, just like you say, we're in that Petworth neighborhood, which is really, it's a family-oriented neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a blooming neighborhood. So, you know, it's so easy for somebody to go home and tell, you know, their next-door neighbor, right. hey, look, Bob, Bill, mm-hmm. Sheila, the food over there, have you tried Petworth Social? The voodoo they, wings like, yes. are crazy. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so easy to do that. You know, mm-hmm. we're in a day and age where, you know, we depend on social media for so much. We can get on there and give our own review. We can get on Yelp. We have Google reviews and all of that. And side note, 4.9 Google reviews. Come can I, can on, I, can I, can four I let the people know that? I got to do my own set of facts. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, no, definitely word of mouth is definitely one of those major things mm-hmm. that helps us out. Yeah, definitely. So speaking of social media, social media is like, it's like a gift a curse. It's just, oh. it's like you love it and you hate it at the, the same dumb. time. <laughs> but how do you incorporate social media into your operation? Definitely with pictures of the food, letting them know what events we have coming up, mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, just letting people see the scene that's within, that's happening at the moment. You know, I do have to get better with that because mm-hmm. it's all, like you said, it's a million moving parts. So I don't always have the time to have my phone. Like, hold on, let me catch right, this. Let, let me, me catch you it. Know, yeah. But, you know, my team, they help out a lot with it. So, yeah, it, it definitely... Um, plays a part in people coming in and, you know, for daily specials and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So it plays a big role. Well, share with us what your social media handles Absolutely. are. Absolutely. So we are on Instagram. Um, that handle is Petworth Social Bar and Grill, spelled out just like that. And yeah, that's it. Okay. And outside of social media, do you have any other apps or programs that you have to utilize for your operations? You know what? We I am very much so working off of the the KISS 
the keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Like it is just very much so easier that way. So the main one that we work off of is Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just because like, once again, I'm dealing with the customers. I'm dealing yeah, with the, the and whole. And it's just so much. It's like, now you got threads. Every time you turn around, it's a new platform yes. coming out. It's like, it, look, it's find something. me on Instagram. Exactly. Child, exactly. Everything is all there. We're going to we gonna fish it out. So. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um, but for more technical things like accounting, back end, even I I've I've noticed lately when I'm looking at a lot of restaurants when I'm ordering to go, there are different kind of platforms. Like there's Toast is one, yeah. and then I think it's called Chow mm -hmm. is another. So we we definitely use Toast and Toast has been the savior because that in itself, aside from us having an account, it, it's kind of our personal account. So, yes, it's a POS system. Mm -hmm. um, customers are able to utilize and order through there. It is it it takes care of our payroll. It, okay. All of those things are logged into Toast to make life a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Whereas back in the day you had to have, you know, well, we still have an account, but you had to have the account and then you had to have somebody doing your payroll and the checks and then you had to have your individual POS system and mm -hmm. then all, you know, it helps with a lot of those things because now we're in the day of we do Uber Eats and we do like DoorDash, DoorDash and all these yeah. other things or whatever. So it helps align to be able to get all those things done easily so mm -hmm. that, you know, when we're at the front of the house, we can focus on the people. That system automatically shoots people's orders from outside into our kitchen. They get it up there. They get it to the front for us. And then people can just easily come get the order. So That's awesome. And that's actually one of the reasons why that's one of my favorite questions to ask, because mm -hmm. we do have the the benefit of technology Absolutely. and all these apps that can do, you know, the things that 40, 50 years ago people was doing by hand, mm -hmm. like payroll. <laughs> Absolutely. And the thing about it is the technology, like I said, I'm not always, you know, on it, the person with the camera. But the thing about it is the audience, my, my clientele, they are a part of the technology because at the end of the day, we don't have that rating that we do without the people. Right actually going on there, mm -hmm. logging in to say what their experience is, or not even that. They're the people who are taking pictures and posting on their social yep. media and letting people know, hey, you need to come check them mm -hmm. out. So, tagging, mm -hmm. putting Absolutely. their location, sharing, Absolutely. tagging other people. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm that girl, because I'm definitely taking a picture of my food when it come out. That part. <laughs> <laughs> so, what advice would you give you talked about um, the length of time that you've been in your industry mm -hmm. and there I'm sure you use creativity every day in, in your work. And when I saw your name on the interview sheet, I was like, I feel like I know this girl. Like, I feel like she was a stylist at some yes, point. I feel yes. like I met her at I a fashion am. event. I still Exactly. <laughs> so you know how like there's so many things with creativity. Absolutely. How, well, two more question. First part. What advice would you give to other creatives who are currently working outside of their passion, mm -hmm. outside of their area? So like the aspiring stylist who is like working at IHOP right mm -hmm. now. What advice would you give to that person to really inspire them to move forward in what their heart is calling them to do with their creativity? Absolutely. What you feed will grow, what you don't will die. And what I mean by that is 
yes, at, at one point in time, I had to have a full-time job to be able to supplement what I wanted to do and to be able to follow my dreams. Mm-hmm. That's natural. And so I'm not at all about to sit here and tell nobody quit their job. Keep your good job. Keep, keep your, your good government job. Stay, stay, at at, stay at the IHOP. <laughs> do, do what it is you are doing. However, what needs to be done is you need to allot time for your business, for mm-hmm. your passion. So the same way you get up and go to your nine to five or go to whatever your job is, is the same way that you need to take that time, take some time to allot for the business where you just focus on it. When you're focused on writing what your mission statement is, with your business plan, um, with services you want to offer. Because here's the thing, we as artists, we want to be artists, but the thing about it is we're artists. Now we got to figure out how to sell the art. Yeah, like, you got to have the business you, of the you, art. You got to have the business of the art. Mm-hmm. If you can't sell the art, then we ain't got nothing but a pretty hobby. things all around. <laughs> a, a, a hobby. hobby. <laughs> that part. And so you got to figure out how to push through and how to actually sell the art. And therefore you have to be able to invest that time and energy into your posting into, you know, making sure that you see making pop-ups, whatever, like just mm-hmm. creating that thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that people's point of contention when they aren't doing anything, I use this term a lot. I think it's hilarious when I use it because it's creative constipation, which is basically like when your creativity is stuck inside of you and you can't get it out, that does not feel good. Absolutely. And it's going to impact your mental health. It's going to impact your emotional health. Mm -hmm. So, got to find a way to utilize that creativity Mm -hmm. in whichever way we can. Which leads me to my next question for you. How do you find that your creativity, even like around style and fashion, shows up in at the grill, at the restaurant? Uh, well, <laughs> or even like as a bartender. Yeah, you know it, it definitely shows up. <laughs> I am very much so, I guess, what's considered to be the eccentric bartender, uh-huh. <laughs> the person who's just, you know, I look, I am the person who, if I feel like I want to go to prom on that day, that's how I'm dressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, like, I'm just going to put it on or whatever. Like, you know, it, it like, for me, like, when you put something on, the energy that you feel when you throw on that outfit of how you're feeling that day, it exudes to the customer. And they're like, oh, wow. Like, so it's it's literally just coming in and they, they're always like, oh, my goodness, you look this way. You look, yeah. you look amazing because you're the forefront. You are I'm like. I'm going to the cute bartender every time. <laughs> all, all day. <laughs> even when I go, even when I'm somewhere else, I'm always looking for up. Uh, Where's she the cute fabulous. girl? Yeah, I'm going to her. Uh, wait, look at handsome right here. Uh-huh, Let's go. I'm going like, to him. Always. It's, it's the center of like yeah. attention. So you want to, you know, you want to be served by the fabulous person. And I so do. I want to give that to the clientele. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, mm-hmm. that matters. And what about like your curation of like cocktails? Do you do you find that, you know, the cocktail is coming out with the prom dress on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the that's the wowing of it, you know, is actually being able to, you know, because I can't just come to work and, you know, just sling you a drink or whatever. No, right. it's and we're craft bar. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is curating an amazing cocktail mm-hmm. and experience yeah. that 
the customer is going to love that, you know, whereas that customer, they thought they were coming in for a beer. Now they've looked at this drink menu. Now they've ordered this. And now they're like, oh, well, let me let me get this. Let me, you know, it's just curating that experience for them to be, you know, to enjoy a great craft cocktail. Yeah. And I'm sure that you curating that experience gets people out of their comfort zone. Absolutely. Let me tell you one thing about being a bartender. I am the licensed bartender and unlicensed therapist. I know the story. The, the, I'm sure. The, man, let me tell you, I have given some, what I think is some pivotal advice, but you know, I always end it with, you know, but I don't know. So that way you can't blame me for your life Well, troubles. listen, this is what you can do. I'm a licensed therapist, so you can just refer them to me. Uh, how about it? How about it? I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll give them a little advice and I'll be like, but I got somebody who can help you, you with for, that. Let me yes. slide you on over. Look, I'm going to leave my QR code in the bar so they can Absolutely. fill out an intake form. You know what? That is the perfect place to leave it. I promise you. I promise you. That is the, you know what? I, that's a, no, that's, that's actually a, a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> because you'd be surprised how many people come to the bar no, before for, they go to the therapy. <laughs> no, for real. No, that's actually a great yes. idea. That's hilarious. So tell me about how your participation in the 202 Creates Residency Program has shaped your journey as an entrepreneur. It's definitely shaped my journey because back then... I was still working a day job or whatever, but it provided like a space to be able to hone in and to meet other creatives, just to network and like link up on projects. Because here's the thing, we like, you know, you have to understand the people who are competing, they at the bottom. Absolutely. The people at the top, they collabing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? There's always somebody who's of a like mind like you that has something that you don't have and vice versa. You have something Mm -hmm. that they need, you know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's the network. And so it's definitely provided me with the network, Mm -hmm. the resources, a workspace, um, just a space, you know, because we get so um, complacent and trying to do things like, say, for instance, at home or whatever. And while that's all great, what happens is sometimes that complacency can cause you to, you know, have that, what is a creative constipation? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and so you need to like just come outside of yourself and just to be able to do some new some new things and collab with some people, run some ideas by some people, work with some people. Absolutely. And so that's definitely what 202 Creates has given me. I love that. And I, I'm such a huge fan of 202 Creates. Shout out to Mayor Bowser for yes. the vision to even create it, to amplify the creative economy. Absolutely. You know, I feel like creatives have definitely been making waves, but there was really no conversation or no space for creatives to kind of unite. Absolutely. Or even understand, like, as a stylist, you're a creative entrepreneur. As Absolutely. a makeup artist, you're a creative entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I love that you um, have utilized it to help you move your vision and mission forward. So tell me about DC Black Restaurant Week. So DC Black Restaurant Week, from my experience, they've taken a page from just regular restaurant week, but Mm -hmm. they've they've honed in on like the amazing black restaurant owners Mm -hmm. and like just kind of giving us our own spotlight, which is very much so... um, Justin do. Yes. <laughs> so, I would agree. So yeah, so it's it's given us our own spotlight just to shine and um feature like, you know, 
a full course meal for guests or whatever to be able to experience, you know, what it is your popular things within um, your restaurant are. Mm-hmm. So like for Black Restaurant, we, we plan to feature our most popular dishes. Like I said, the two most popular ones are the jambalaya and the etouffee. Mm-hmm. Um, our most popular appetizers are the catfish fingers and the wings. We have an amazing bread pudding and an amazing cheesecake that we plan to feature within that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we have exciting. a few things that we plan to feature. And, yeah, we're Look, ready I'm looking excited. for a tote bag. I'm like, you did you bring any cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> Not in that should, little purse. The, the, the disrespect to come up but he's Talk about food and ain't got okay, no offerings. Okay, my stomach is growling, but you know what? That's just gonna get me there faster. Absolutely. That's gonna get me there sooner. So, absolutely. Don't you worry. When I walk in, walk in the door, I'm gonna be like, "Excuse me, where's Lanita? <laughs> where's I Lanita? Would definitely be somewhere <laughs> through there. I will. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to to get the opportunity to try it. Yes, ma'am. So you actually kind of briefly started to talk about this, but I want to just ask you the question flat out. Mm -hmm. What does this saying collaboration over competition mean to you? Oh, it's the thing about it is the only person you're supposed to be in competition with is yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you're supposed to look in the mirror and say, what can I do today that I didn't do yesterday? What can I do that's going to make me better? What can I do that may better somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what it's about, too. And so the whole thing about it is when you waste time, because that's what it is, when you waste time trying to compete with somebody, mm-hmm. you miss the opportunity to collab with someone. Absolutely. Because it is it's such a... It's such a huge thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? The the energy, and especially sometimes that energy can be negative. It's it's nothing wrong with competition, but leave the competition on the basketball court, the football field. The, mm-hmm. When in business, you're not about to do it by yourself. Yeah. I'm here to tell you. You are not about to be, like, we can sit here and tell that good old lie that I'm self-made and this, that, and you may very well be, but... You, you're self-made by way of help. By way of help. You know, and so, collaboration. And, and that's the whole thing. So for me, it, it's, you know, I love collabing with people because something that was, you know, just bound to be great is now about to be just like the dopest thing ever. And even with the restaurant, I collab with different people to do events and parties and stuff. Like the collaboration is at the top, which helps us grow. It helps us bring clientele. It helps them have a venue space mm-hmm. and it helps everybody to have a good time. So you everybody know? wins. Everybody is winning. With collaboration, everybody wins. Everybody well, wins. if it's done right. It, that part. Well, <laughs> communication, proper planning and communication. Yeah. Those are the two things, you know, like, um, like really taking your time to hone in on that plan. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to just do something thrown together. That's right. not really collaboration. That's just, you know, winging it. That is just winging <laughs> it. So this is actually one of my favorite questions. And I feel like I say every question is my favorite question, but no, this one's good. Okay. This one's good. I'm ready. And I'm excited to <laughs> ask you. So if you were to make a cocktail mm-hmm. and this cocktail was a success that would guarantee you entrepreneurial success, mm-hmm. what would be the ingredients on your success cocktail. Oh, you did you make me work for that question? <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me think about this. Yeah. Okay. What would be the ingredients for this cocktail? 
we're going to sprinkle a little love in there first because that's where the cocktail starts. We're, we're going to sprinkle some love, a little pizzazz. We're going to get you a few, some motivation to put up in there. Gotta have the motivation. <laughs> Gotta have the motivation. Look, this sounds like a white-based drink, not a brown drink. Because yeah. I don't know if the browns give you motivation or not. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna motivate you to go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, boom. We got love. We, we got, got love. We got energy. We got time because those are the things that make any cocktail good. I don't. I don't care what you're making. I don't care if you're making a margarita, a mule, whatever. Whatever cocktail that you're making, if you don't put that love, that time, and that energy in there. You just putting some juice in a cup. Okay. That's, you know, like, mm-mm. You got to put those three ingredients yes. in there. Past that, we can get to the spirits and the lime juice and, uh, you know, cordials and all of that. And mm-hmm. I can make it look all pretty and uh-huh. fluffy for you or whatever. But those three things, that time, that love, and that energy, I promise you, I got you on the cocktail with that. I love it. And then if you were to rim the glass, what would, what would be around the rim? Hmm. Or would that be the energy? Uh, that might be the energy, because, you know, sometimes, you know, and sometimes you see somebody who's feeling a little salty. And you got to... <laughs> yes. All right. So, an energy rim. Well, an energy rim. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lanita. No, thank you for, for having joining me. us I had today. Likewise, I cannot wait to get up there to try out the amazing food at Petworth Social Bar and Grill. I'm so excited. You gave me some great recommendations to try, so I don't even need to see the menu. I'm going straight <laughs> in. I'm going straight for the Absolutely. and the Voodoo Wings. Yes. So let us know how we can keep in contact with you. Absolutely. Get up and get some good eats. So once again, you can follow us, the restaurant at Petworth Social Bar and Grill on Instagram, spelled out just like that. You can follow me on Instagram at only one image that's o-n-l-y the number one image definitely any birthday parties events bar mitzvahs whatever it is that you're doing come on over to Petworth let's talk about it let's bring your idea and your event to life period well there you have it (laughs) thank you so much no thank you I really appreciate it and I wish you all so much success I only know it's going to get bigger and better I appreciate it so much congratulations on everything and thank you all for listening to the District Creators Radio Show been listening to the district creatives radio show the place where dc creators meet to discuss arts entertainment and the creative economy for more information visit dreamvisionreality.com